don't work with a client unless you're going to learn something from them. So every client that you choose to work with, you should be learning something from. You know, it's easy to work with clients and then just drown them with your experience. That, but that becomes intimidating also for your client. Most coaches will listen with two ears and one mouth because they're also monkey chatting in their own mind whilst listening. Now, that's the worst kind of listening is you're listening and you're chatting to yourself at the same time. As a coach, you have to know, first of all, what does authenticity feel like? Have I experienced that for myself in my life? And look at you, look at you, at your family, look at your marriage, look at your, your siblings, look at the people around you. Have you experienced authenticity for you to practice it yourself? So the big question coaches ask is this, how are coaches like us get trained how to coach? They're left alone struggling, struggling on how to get confident in our practice, how to monetize this valuable skill and get customers who pay, how to build a solid coaching business, and what to do next. What to do next to grow and to be on the top of the industry. And in this podcast, we are determined to deliver the answers to you, bringing top coaches, leaders in their space, and other professionals serving the coaching industry, having extraordinary conversations, and share the hidden secrets to apply them to your business. I believe a coaching business is set to thrive. My name is Gary Mamre, and I want to thank you so much for spending part of your day with me listening to the Coaching Startup Secrets podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Coaching Startup Secrets podcast. Paul, I'm just uh, waking you up. <laughs> so how's things going? <laughs> how's things going? Karam, it's great to be here. Yes, I've, I've been in training for three days. It was quite intense. So um, experiencing your energy right now is just beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I felt like as if I'm waking you up in the morning, you know. <laughs> I was, I'm curious. It seems that, that it was intense training or was sleepy training or what? <laughs> Well, here's the thing, and it's important to know this, is when you're mentoring and you're coaching, it's massively too important to know you're actually producing the, the energy. You are, you are managing, producing, dictating, and, and making sure that you are facilitating not right. just the information, but the energy, because if your audience, if your Zoom audience has not got the energy, they will almost start scanning your information you're delivering. They'll not absorb it. That's They'll not right. take it in. And one of the key factors of coaching and mentoring is knowing how to manage the energy of the environment that you are paid to create and do that in such a way that it's going to adjust for each different client and personality. Beautiful. Massively important to understand. We have children. If you have children, you have children, Karim, I have children. Different personalities, different approaches, different parenting, but yet from the same parent. Right, right. That's yes. that's 100% true. That's 100% true. You, you, are, you are bringing me to, you know, 
it's it's I, I, it, it was not planned, but this is this is this is what we're going to be talking today about it, which is the quality of a coach. And here you are highlighting something extremely important. So, Paul, when it comes to to coaches and coaching, and whether one to one individual or group coaching, what are the most important qualities that like usually makes the difference between uh, a good coach and a great mm -hmm. one? What's I, what comes to your mind? You know, I think what makes the difference between a good coach and a great coach is actually the investment that the coach puts into themselves in order for them to be at the, at the cutting edge of um, business tools, business understanding, coaching understanding, and, and married into that, a healthy ego. Beautiful. Yeah, and yeah. Health. I think a healthy yeah. ego is is is. Uh, uh, I think it's not optional. In fact, it's it's for for the proper success of any coaching uh, process. If the ego is there, it's it's gonna it's gonna really it's gonna mess up uh, everything. And and the value that your client who is paying his money and time and so on and so forth and it's coming to you, it's gonna be a bit 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 challenging to provide him with the value that he really deserves. And now, um, you know, we, we're going to play this game. You give a quality, I give a quality, and, and let's, let's move forward. What, what quality that come to my mind is the respect of the client. A coach who is, the more a coach is respecting his client, the more he's going to be successful in his uh, coaching uh, output and performance. And the reason why I'm saying this when you respect your clients, you're going to prepare for your session. When you're going to respect your clients, you're going to invest, as you mentioned, in yourself to develop yourself, to provide them with the highest value. When you respect your clients, you're going to respect his ability and capability in finding the right answers. Yeah. When you respect your clients, uh, again, you're going you're to respect uh, whatever commitments uh, he's expecting from you and so on and so forth. So this is, this is the quality that comes to my mind. Tell me about your second. Okay. First of all, just I, my dog is barking in the bedroom next door. I hope you can't hear this. If you can't, I do apologize. Actually, I can hear, but it's bringing some more energy. So we're okay. alive. We're still alive and we yeah. are standing with, with, with the whole life. Yeah. Well, for, for everybody watching and listening, you know, the, my office is in my home now and I'm upstairs which means the master bedroom is, is right um, next to me and she is barking to get onto the bed. So I just, just know she is there in this busy house of ours. And, that, and no problem, okay. but Paul, just make sure she's not jumping into two minutes. <laughs> okay, just barking, that's, that's fine. We gotta play no, with it. She's like good. Let's, let's come back there because you spoke about, you know, uh, having respect for your client. Now use, use, use something every coach should, should think about. Don't work with a client unless you're going to learn something from them. So every client that you choose to work with, you should be learning something from. You know, it's easy to work with clients and then just drown them with your experience. That, but that becomes intimidating also for your client. There has to be an understanding that you're learning something from your client and then also gets that mutual respect and that mutual trust. Beautiful. There's nothing worse than, be, than being drowned with experience 
and drowned with information from your coach because then you're you're delivering through ego you really are so you gain you have to you know have that organic respect is by knowing you're going to work with someone you're going to learn from i learn from every client it's hugely important that doesn't mean that then you are putting yourself out of a marketplace you know every client regardless of their experience you can learn from beautiful it's your job to tap into what what they know that you don't in order to push yourself to improve your quality of coaching with our client also beautiful 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 let's put it in a way that the your ability and capability to learn from your clients so the more you are open and able to learn this this is going to make a difference now there's another quality that comes to my mind and i think when it comes to coaching not only coaching in fact in everything in life this is one of the life-changing i think qualities that can can make make add a lot of value in uh, any individual's life the level and the mastery of the connection techniques now a coach who is able to connect and he's mastering the connection with his clients, uh, he's going to be having, uh, the, you know, while, while, while maybe another coach is going to spend half an hour in the beginning of the session to get the attention and the connection with his client who is sitting in front of him, maybe he's going mm-hmm. to use half of the time just to connect. Another coach in like just five three minutes he's gonna gain the heart and the mind and everything from that person who's sitting in front of him so uh, mastering the art of connection is key to uh, to go from a good coach to a great one because you know paul that when it comes to business coaching and corporate coaching like the minutes counts and you're going to be evaluated mm-hmm. at the end of the agreement and so on and so forth and unfortunately within business coaching it's also the area where the connection is very challenging, connecting with executives that really, in fact, they don't want to meet you. You are just hired by their CEO or by the business owner to, to coach them. So in fact, they, they, they're even not interested and you are a burden on their shoulders. So connecting with such category of people is extremely important. And if you don't connect, you're going to lose your contract and maybe it's not going to be renewed because you're going to spend time and time with people who don't want to share with you, who don't want to grow, who don't want to collaborate with you. So connection for me, I think is one of the key uh, characteristics and uh, uh, skills that make the difference between a good coach and a great coach. What's your next? (laughs) (laughs) Mine is familiarity. So how we create that connection is through familiarity. So first of all, understand, understand your client, understand the people that you're working with. And, and this, this can be emotionally, it can be through, it can through commonalities. Um, so things that you um, share, um, experiences that you, hobbies, I mean, anything at all, but familiarity is what creates trust. Right. When, you are, when you have, and it, does, it can also be um, being, being um, aware. So if, I, if, if, if we're having this conversation now, one of the first things I say is, I like your hat. I love hats myself. I'm a bald man. When you're bald, one of the first things you buy before you go on any holiday with sun is a hat. 
true, you know, but I like the style of hat you're wearing, which means that we both have, we both have something in common right now. We both have the same taste in headwear. Great. Now, all of a sudden, do you see, and that's, you know, you can't fake these things. You can't just say you like something. You, you, you'll feel that. Right. You know, right. I, I would be pointing out the things behind you, like the, um, like the chain, the chain ring there. I love Vikings. So I see, you know, all these things. So you really have to, you have to, you become aware of yeah, the person yeah, and, yeah. and what is, what is the familiarity to you? I'm creating, I'm not just through that, through, you know, experience, you know, I'm here today, Karim, because you want to experience my services, but I want to learn about your style also. I want to learn about your style. I want to learn how boot. I, I want to learn about the wonderfulness of how you coach. Now, what we're saying is, we're equal, even though you are paying for my services to advance your business. Beautiful. You have to have that balance of equal, but yet you're there as a coach, uh, and that's what creates. I feel that that instant bond, that familiarity, that ability to connect quickly in that time. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, share one of the qualities now uh, that really differentiate and uh, between 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 good coaches and great ones. And in fact, this was one of the things that uh, was extremely challenging for me. And still, you know, uh, <laughs> and like if I'm not intentionally preparing myself before the session to consider this skill, it's still, which is the active listening. The more a coach, he is a good listener with big ears. And in fact, big ears that are reflecting a big internal mind and heart listening, uh, it, it, it won't work. In fact, the more you are listening at a higher level of listening, like whether some people they classify the listening in three levels some others they classified in five levels so at the highest level of listening where in fact you reach a, a, a stage that you can even expect what's gonna come next from the mouth of the person in front of you so you are 100 percent immersed in this interaction of whether it's one hour or uh, the now 45 minutes or uh, one and a half hour but Listening at the highest level is something that makes huge difference. And by the way, the client, he feels it. He, like he's going to get it from the beginning, whether you are really listening yeah. or just there sitting in front of him, asking questions and taking notes and that's it. So Paul. I, I, I love this, Karim. And I love that you're, I love you've brought, you're bringing in my, you're bringing in my favorite subjects to talk about when it comes to the quality of coaching. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, I was, one of the greatest pieces of advice I was given by one of my mentors was, Paul, you've got to be three years and one month. You've got to have to be three years. When you become four years and one mouth, then you're intentional listening. Your intentional listening. Yeah. And he said to me that now most coaches will listen with two ears and one mouth because they're also monkey chatting in their own mind whilst listening. Now, that's the worst kind of listening is you're listening and you're chatting to yourself 
at the same time. Monkey right. chat. Right, and then, right. you know, and you have to really, it takes practice. I mean, takes everywhere, practice. when you can't sleep, the best thing to do is actually focus on your breathing. Then you'll find that you will slow your mind down. Right. When, you in, when you're intentional listening, it's like the same thing. You are focusing only on the thoughts and words that are coming from your client. And you're also taking time for that to digest into your mind. You're not bringing it in and then immediately bring in, highlight the thoughts forward from what you're hearing. It takes time for wisdom right, to right. bake up that cake where you're replying, you know, with intentional listening or from intentional listening. Beautiful, beautiful. That, that, that's beautiful. In fact, Paul, those four ears, this is what will uh, help you to, uh, to listen to what's been said and what's even not been said. That's what's going to make the difference. And with this crowd, and those are those small details that can differentiate the good one from uh, the great one. But still, Paul, now this is still mine listening. I want to hear from you another quality, of course. So you've been elaborating on the listening concept that I highlight. Mm-hmm. So I want to hear from you another different, also quality of a coach Whoa. that makes the difference. So I think that for me, another quality from for myself is 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 keeping notes. Now, listen. This is how I work. Brian, I'm very. Um, I'm very conscious of keeping detailed notes from every conversation that I have with my, with my client. Um, that is for my own peace of mind because I have no wish to serve. When you're working with, with many clients, don't rely on, on your memory to remember what are the, the finer details. So I know I have a structure in, in, in portion. So I have a, a particular, I'm going to say, after call format that I have that I to be sure that I've kept the details of of the conversation, not just the call to actions of the conversation. Yeah, right, right. And I yeah, and I set time aside for that within the the paid um time that I have with that client to make sure I, I cover those notes. And yeah. also I keep contact in between. This is my choice, mind you know, but I might send voice messages and and so on to my clients to keep them motivated and keep their, keep their momentum in between calls. But I think that one of the most important ingredients as a coach is you have to be committed to the clients you're working with. And I don't, I, we're all committed to agree, but you have to be committed to understanding their, don't, their why. Don't just don't just think you can build them a business that will be successful. Not all. You know, you, can, you, could, you could be a lottery winner and, ha- and suddenly have millions of pounds in your bank account, but a month later, you're back to where you were because you didn't understand money management. Right. So don't just think as a business coach, your job is to build that person a business. Your job is to build that person into a business, not build a business and then build the person, then build the person. Yeah. You, be, you have to learn to understand people. But to do that, you have to understand yourself also. I mean, how much work have you done on you, Karim? You've, you've done endless amounts of work on you, working on who you are, what you represent. 
And you know, as a coach, your job is to is to always keep analyzing how you were reacting and responding to your own life, how you were reacting and responding to the ups and downs of your own business. Don't think as a coach, as a coach, you're a great business person. No. Yeah. Beautiful. Always working. So it's really being really being clear. Can we put this one, Paul, as like it's a kind of self, uh, continuous self-assessment or self-evaluation? Yes, absolutely. Right, right, and, keep, right. and keep disrupting that. True. Because you have to be at least 40% ahead of your clients in your understanding of yourself. That's amazing. That's amazing. Is Now, you are, you are sending me the ball uh, to, to bring, uh, I think, with, with the time, maybe... Maybe this is going to be the, the last quality. This is a good topic, but I really mm. like it also. I'm going to say that the last, uh, the last time, one of the other quality that uh, I think it's, it's, it's really make, make a big difference. And I was, I was, I was identifying it after listening to you talking about the why and so on and so forth. Authenticity of the coach, I think, mm. is key. In fact, authenticity is key for the success in any business. But here, when it comes to coaching, we're talking about something totally intangible. And the more we are authentic, the more the more we are that the more we are us, the more we are ourselves when we are speaking with that person, when we are trying to help that person, the more the output of that interaction was gonna make a huge difference. Um, what do you think, Paul? Okay, let me just let me just process that because that was a real technical uh, <laughs> quote and question, as I would expect from you. You know, authenticity is easily camouflaged, negatively and positively, I'd like to say. You know, authenticity is something that we feel we don't see. Authenticity is something that sometimes is hard to see when we've not experienced it for ourselves in our life. You know, and that, that's the thing to remember is, as a coach, you have to know, first of all, what does authenticity feel like? Have I experienced that for myself in my life? And look at you, look at you, like your family, look at your marriage, look at your, your siblings, look at the people around you. Have you experienced authenticity for you to practice it yourself? And what's the percentage? Isn't we again, we can easily slip in and out of true authenticity on a daily basis unless we are 100 percent committed in being truthful in everything that we say. Right. Now, you have to have it nailed there first, Karim, before you, you can't synthetically deliver authenticity. It is not possible because the recipient will not feel it. True, true. And, and in fact, Paul, this is what, this is a state that, uh, why, why I'm highlighting the concept of authenticity? When you are yourself, mm -hmm. you're going to reduce the load of the extra covers and efforts that you are doing to, to cover your true self <laughs> and use that effort 
to add value to that person in front of you. Because, because if, if, if you are not totally focused and totally immersed and totally with that person in front of you, like you it's, it's, it's going to be a bit challenging to provide the highest value. And when it's got, what, what's happening when, when we are having challenges with being authentic with our client is we are doing efforts to cover things that we don't want to show them to that client. And that effort, it's better to put it for the sake of that uh, session, for the sake of that person in front of you, for the sake of, of, the, whole, uh, of the whole interaction. But I think we are squeezed by the time Really, I, I want to continue uh, because the list is, is long. There's, there's a couple of other few things that we, we can, maybe maybe we, uh, we're going to have another uh, episode uh, talking about the qualities of coaches. I'm really uh, thankful for the time that we're spending together. Always nice and uh, uh, great, especially after the long three days that you've been spent <laughs> in that training. So, Paul, uh, thank you so much. Any, any uh, final word from you just before closing? Yes, yes. Be true to yourself, to be true to another. Beautiful. Let's end with that. Thank you so much. Take care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. If you got any value from it, please leave the show a rating and a review on Apple Podcast, as that makes a big difference. And if you are not there yet, join the Goal Getters Nation Facebook group today, where the podcasts behind the scenes are shared, more lives with our guests and lots of like-minded people with lots of valuable shared content. Be part of the nation and let's get the word out to help coaches get better, get clients, and get their goals achieved. The link to join the Goal Getters Nation group is in the below episode notes. We're glad to have you on board. And I want to thank you so much for listening to the entire episode of Coaching Startup Secrets Podcast. I will see you on the next one.